Welcome to the Capital Call Podcast, where we discuss capital, labor, and technology, the main drivers of the global economy. I'm your host, Vijara Kohli, co-founder of Golden Door, an investment firm based in Newark, New Jersey. We hope you enjoy today's topic as we expand on the ideas of capitalism and economics. On this episode, we discuss the challenges faced in the small business environment, why they require more than $250 billion in additional funding, uh, the challenges that have taken place from the banks and the venture community regarding the PPP and the EIDL programs from the SBA, and uh, the new mobile-first, entertainment-first company, Quibi, that launched on Monday. Small businesses need more money, $250 billion or more to be exact. Microeconomies across America are struggling, to say the least. First, the SBA-related programs cannot get in front of businesses quickly enough. The banks last week had extreme trouble getting the PPP or the Paycheck Protection Program off the ground. Applicants are in the tens of thousands requesting billions of dollars. The processing alone could take a month, if not longer, let alone dispersing the right amount of money to the correct businesses in a timely manner. Next, the government is now discussing another $250 billion or $500 billion stimulus plan. Democrats in Congress uh, pushed on Wednesday for an interim coronavirus emergency bill to include at least $500 billion for small businesses, hospitals, states, and food assistance programs. So on Thursday, the Fed added new programs to assist households and employers to bolster state and, and local governments to deliver critical services during this pandemic. This includes another $2.3 trillion of loans to keep credit flowing for municipalities and small businesses and corporations. This news comes as initial jobless claims now reach $6 million, $6 million claims this week, totaling $16 million in the past three weeks alone. The, uh, the, the struggle that's taking place in lower middle, lower middle America is, uh, is unfathomable, and it seems to be just getting worse. On Tuesday, I moderated a Zoom call with over 70 participants to discuss and learn about the SBA and NGA EDA programs. We discussed three key business topics. One, the issues impacting the startup venture community. Two, the new NJEDA business programs, loans, and grants. And three, some insight from PNC Bank on the SBA loans. Our panelists include Jim Baroud, who is the former CEO of the NJ Tech Council, Monica Athwal, and Tim Rollander from NJEDA, and Supin Shah and Nick Martin from PNC Bank, New Jersey. 
in uh in the programs we had a fantastic insight jim gave us uh gave us some color on how the startup community the funding has just completely dried up valuations are expected to drop and the entire startup economy is in a really tough position he doesn't expect it to recover until early 2021 you know investors are really focused on their current portfolios and holding off on new investments until the market stabilizes some investors have been known to even pull term sheets in the past few weeks he recommends that businesses focus on cutting costs immediately and forecast the crisis may go on uh, for much longer than anticipated. The NJEDA has come out with seven new initiatives. Uh, Monica and Tim provided a deep overview of the funding programs. The first initiative uh, from the economic relief package uh, was a $5 million grant, which has already been exhausted as uh, as of April 3rd. Uh, the next one, the $10 million loan program, is scheduled to go live on the 13th. Uh, they also have a guarantee program that offers investors an 80% backstop to invest in portfolio companies needing capital. But uh, it's not available for founders and management teams since it's designed to protect the assets and the employees. Uh, they've uh, they provided a lot of the additional guidance, which you can find online. And uh, regarding the EIDL and the PPP applications, Suppin and Nick from PNC discussed the banking environment um, and discussed how, how overloaded the system is. PNC is definitely a, a grade A bank and has the, has the ability to handle all the processes, but they've seen a significant surge. Um, really, really, uh, for the PPP program, which banks are designated to uh, to carry out, um, this this program allows uh, small businesses to receive a, a forgivable loan on two and a half times the average monthly payroll, including rent, utilities, and interest payments. Um, there's uh, there's no indication of when this money will be re- re- dispersed, but the application process and the checklists are available to begin. Uh, putting your name in the hat, uh, the government again is is approving, probably approving another two hundred fifty billion dollars for these small businesses on top of the three hundred fifty billion dollars that was approved a week ago. But this is definitely a timely process. The government's doing a good job moving around very quickly, but there's still much more to be done. On Monday, Quibi was launched. It was the most anticipated app uh, coming to the market this month. This is an entertainment-first, mobile-first company that delivers high-quality, short-form videos. Um, Extremely impressive content. Highly recommend downloading the app. The company was founded by Jeffrey Katzenberg, the founder of DreamWorks, and is run by Meg Whitman, the former CEO of HP. The company has raised uh, $1.75 billion to date. $750 million of that that was raised earlier this year. So the company is very cash-rich and is a real competitor to Hulu and Netflix. Even as Disney Plus reaches 50 million subscribers this week during quarantine, Quibi is in a great position to become a a top-selling app. Um, It's a very cheap platform at around $5 a month. The video quality, the series are all within less than 10 minutes, so you can watch it on the go. If you're at home, it's a great escape tool. So it's really exciting to see this. This is, a, this is I think, a big opportunity for this mobile app uh, entertainment industry. And they're well positioned to take advantage of this. On a separate note, I strongly believe that the movie theater industry is dead. 
the uh, domestic box office movie theater sales uh, brought in a whopping $5,179 for the week of March 20th to 26th. Uh, this was down 100% from $200 million from the same week a year ago. And I personally believe one out of two movie theaters will be permanently closed after 2020. Um, the box office production budgets will definitely get smaller and shift heavily towards digital online content like Quibi. And the box office films we once knew and loved will be history. So I think it will be very few or fewer going forward. And we'll see a lot more streaming design movie budgets. So this industry is definitely one of the few that's been impacted severely. And we'll see a shit large shift um, going going decades out of where uh, where people really spend their dollars and how they view this entertainment going forward. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with a friend. We're always looking for feedback, so leave a review. You can also find me on Twitter or LinkedIn at Vajarakoli on all platforms. And as always, thank you for listening.